Welcome to Masterpiece Women. This is Tina Raines, and I'm the founder of Masterpiece Women, and I am so excited to have you here today. We are a community of authentic women from all over the world, growing together personally, professionally, building businesses and ministries together. And today you're going to hear from a great speaker. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite tea and sit back and grow with us. Thanks for being here, ladies. So ladies, welcome to Masterpiece Women Podcast. We're so excited to have you today, and I'm very thankful and grateful that I have our guest today, Beth Vasquez. Welcome, Beth. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited not only that you're here with us today, but ladies, if you haven't registered for April's event, you definitely want to. Beth is one of our speakers. Yay. We're excited to have you. Yes, I can't wait. I'm counting down the days. It'll be great to see everybody in person, give real life hugs. Exactly. It's so nice to be back together. So a little bit about Beth Vasquez. I met her a long time ago. Um, she's been an entrepreneur for years. She's a Christian entrepreneur. She's a, what she calls a boy mom. She has three boys, two birth and one bonus, 17, four and two, right? Almost two. They're actually grown now, so they're 19, 7, and 4. My my bonus boy is in college. Oh, my gosh. That went so fast. That's yes. crazy. So I love what you do, Beth, and I love that you incorporate faith, family, and fitness because I think so often – People think of a calling. What is God calling us to do? And they think it has to be in this little box. And I believe that God uses us in so many creative ways. And I think your ministry, which is also a business, is a great way to actually show women that, you know what, whatever he's called you to do, do it well and do it with excellence. So I would love for you to share a little bit about your ministry and how did God call you? Like, how did you choose to do with recess and results. Yeah, so recess and results, like you said, it brings faith, family, and fitness together. We're really committed to developing strong kids and families, strong mentally, physically, and spiritually, so that you can chase your God-sized dreams, whatever God has placed on your heart. And it's interesting. I've always had a passion for kids. Growing up, I babysat when I was young. Like I've always had this passion and love for kids. And then as I grew older, I, I loved being active. I loved being in sports. I, I came to really enjoy and love fitness. And that's what I studied in college. So it's great how God just kind of plants these passions in your heart, right? And then pulls them all together, just like in his perfect timing, so that you can serve him in a really great way. And that's exactly what he did with Recess and Results. So I've always been passionate about kids. I love kids. I've had a passion for fitness. And when I became a mom, um, just my priorities really, you know, came more front and center for me, I guess. I was um, working in a corporate job, you know, climbing the corporate career ladder. And I realized like, this just isn't what God has called me to. And um, he really laid those passions for faith, family, and fitness on my heart. And showed me a way to use them for his glory through recess and results, which is, 
you know, family fun, fitness fun for kids. And we, we use these classes as a way to just really pour life into kids, to speak life, to speak truth, to share hope. And again, to make sure kids are strong enough to chase those dreams that God has placed on their heart, especially in a world that's constantly trying to tear them down and bombarding us with lies. Oh, absolutely. So talk to us though, how is it a business? So if a mom, I understand that moms can actually become an entrepreneur with you and you coach them through that and they can create their own, almost like little mini franchise. What does that look like? Yeah, so we have a paid, what we call our paid to play mompreneur training program. And we teach moms how to get paid to play with their own kids. So what we realized is that a lot of moms want to, they have this struggle, right? Like you want to be a present mom, but you also want to have a purpose outside of that. And the world isn't really set up to make that happen, right? Like the corporate career climb doesn't really work. It's not flexible. The values often don't match up with yours. And side hustles are kind of hard for moms too, because they either require you to be on your phone a lot for a little return, or you have to work nights, right? Like when your husband's home, you're trying to kind of balance that thing. You either have to pay a sitter or you have to work nights, which means you miss dinner time and bedtime, which is No, for most moms, right? Like we want to be there for those moments. That's the whole point of being a present mom. And so at Recess and Results, we found a better way. God really planted this idea on my heart and made it a solution for me and then called me to share it with other moms. And that's how the paid to play mompreneur training program came about. So we teach you how to get paid to play with your own kids in a way that allows you to create more quality time with them and stay active as a family while you really just shine the light of Jesus and pour into others, helping them to develop godly confidence, godly character, and godly friendship. And just, again, stay strong, you know, physically, mentally, and spiritually all along the way. I love that. I love that. So when did you start your business? So I started, it's interesting because it was kind of a side hobby, like fun thing for me um, when I was managing fitness clubs and I would teach the kids classes in like the childcare room. So I would see parents come into gym and work out and leave their kids in the childcare room. And often they were like watching TV or playing video games. And I was like, this is the exact opposite of (laughs) what we want to be doing, right? Like let's instill healthy habits. So it started like that just for me, like a side passion on the side. It was when I became a mom myself that I really went back to it as a business and was, and, and God showed me like, this can be your answer, you know, to being a present mom and also having a purpose outside of that. And there are a lot of moms that are having the same struggle and you have something that can help them. So that's when we really started teaching other moms how to start this, um, a profitable kids faith and fitness club in their communities too. I love that. You know, it's so amazing because that's what I find so much in our membership site as well. The women that have a passion to start their own online businesses and be home with their kids and do, um, do something that's different. And oftentimes it's fear that holds them back, fear of failure, fear of well, what if my idea isn't good? What if, what if? And I love that you just said, okay, I'm taking action. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it even scared because I'm sure there was days that you were scared. And when you first launched these things, they don't happen overnight. And there's a lot of energy that goes into it, a lot of work that goes into it. 
but it does pay off. And so I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what were some of the obstacles you had to overcome to start your online business and be successful? Yes, that's such a good question. And I think one of the greatest things that I've learned is that um, surrender equals success, right? And I love think that. Yes, yeah, surrender equals success. And I think one of, you know, the biggest challenges that I had to overcome was myself. I had to get out of my own way. I was, I almost, I took a lot of pride in being an independent woman. And I think today's world and society really kind of fuels that in us. And what I had to realize is that I don't have all the answers, that I cannot do this by myself, right? And that I had to sort of humble myself both before God to surrender to his plan and like, pray for that wisdom, pray for that guidance, and, and then listen for his direction and follow it. And also to allow him to show me who could help me along the way, you know, to put people in my path that have gone before that have done that have done things that have answers that know things that I don't know, to really help me um, to grow and to reach as many people as we can for his glory, right. And so I think, one of the biggest challenges I overcame was, was my own ego, I guess, like my own <laughs> independence and that, that independence that I almost wore like a badge of armor, you know, and um, a badge of honor, sorry. And I think that coming to the realization that surrender is what actually equals success and that I was never made to do it by my, you know, made to do it alone. And that I don't got this. Like people will tell you all the time, you got this, you got this, keep going. And, and, you know, coming to that realization of like, that's a lie. I do not got this. I don't know a lot of what I need to do. I need someone to guide me and just being in that constant prayer and state of, of surrender and stepping out in faith. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting because it brings me back to right now in Masterpiece Women, we're studying Exodus and we're in 17 and 18 this week. And, um, Remember when uh, Moses is going to the top of the mountain, he's holding his hands up and yeah. her and, um, and Aaron are holding his arms because he's tired, you yeah. know, and it was such a reflection of when you're saying that of, you know, God gave Moses such explicit instructions on every other detail, right? And then the next chapter, Jethro, so here he has his team helping him in this one chapter this week. And, um, he's tired and his arms are exhausted and God gave him two people to hold him up. And then in the next chapter, Jethro, his father-in-law comes and says, why are you spending all this time listening to all these people for this whole day and night? Delegate, build up a team, train people yeah. well, you know? And to me, those two chapters were so exactly what you're saying, talking about, right? Sometimes we need, and a lot of the time, I find for myself, if I do things in community, I do them with others, I get 20,000 times more value out of it because yeah. we're doing it in collaboration. And that's what I love about Masterpiece Women is in our, in our membership platform, that's what we're doing. We're doing it in collaboration, but yeah. we're also holding each other up. When the, we have those discouraging days, we're praying for each other, we're lifting each other up with, in, with encouragement and answering each other's questions. You're having difficulty with this? Well, this is how I overcame that, or this is what I did to yeah. work through that. You know, and to me, that's just so 
valuable and then creating the team below you that you can help them. You don't have to be just like you said, you coach a bunch of women, but it doesn't mean you know everything, nor do I. We just happen to have already walked through that path that these women who are desiring to do these things are about to walk into. And so it's good to have someone that has already done it, knows the pros, the cons, the mistakes, the failures we made, so they don't have to repeat them. (laughs) Exactly. And that's one of the greatest, I feel like, um, surprises of recess and results for me. And just, again, like walking in that faith. One of the things, again, surprises is the community of women. I will admit growing up, I was a tomboy. I was not a girl's girl. Like I did not have a ton of girlfriends. And when I became a mom, that's what really I feel like kind of connected me with other women. And I prayed, I was praying to God for godly friendships, like surround me with Christian women that I can like do this mom life with, that our families can, you know, have backyard barbecues and laugh. And one of the greatest surprises in recess and results is that that's where God gave me a great community of friends, Christian moms. Like we're doing business together, but we're also doing life together. We help each other out as moms and in business. And, and yes, like you said, when you can surround yourself with people who have kind of gone before you and, and done the thing and have proof in it, um, it does take a lot of the scary sort of risk out of it. And I think that's another great thing about just the community that we have and that has been built at Recess and Results and definitely at Masterpiece Women, right? It's like getting around like-minded people who are there to encourage you and lift you up and just share ideas. And God is there with us, right? And the Bible tells us that when two or more are gathered in his name, there he is among them. And there is such a power in that. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And I believe you named it really well. Oftentimes, us getting out of our own way and yeah. overcoming ourselves. I love surrender equal equal su- success. Yeah. That's a tongue twister. S tongue twister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> surrender equals success. Yeah. Um, I love that because it's so true. And oftentimes, when God puts something in your heart, ladies, and it seems in like it's not tangible. If he's put it in your heart, it's tangible. Surround yourself with the women that are going to support you and build you up and encourage you and get the right mentors to provide the tools you need because there's so much available to you. So I'm going to encourage you if you're dreaming of creating your own business or you're dreaming of creating your own ministry and you don't know how or what that would look like, come to a Masterpiece Women event, come join our membership. If you're interested in sports and building a fitness business, get with Beth. Like there's so many women. And as you um, listen to our other podcasts as well, there's so many women and we're going to be highlighting ministries and businesses in different ways to hope, hopefully expand your mind to see oh, that would be something that I could really be passionate about because sometimes we just don't know. And learning from other women and how God gave them these creative ideas is so, so helpful. Yeah, I agree. And I think sometimes we we make it harder than it needs to be, right? So like, think about the things that God, like, what are the passions? What are you passionate about? What do you love? 
And then don't listen to the world if they tell you, oh, that's not going to work, <laughs> right? Because a lot of people told me, what are you doing, Beth? Like, there's no money in kids' fitness. You, there's no need for kids. Nobody wants kids' fitness. Stop, you know, like enough already. And it's just not true. You know, that's just not true. There's huge demand. And when God places something on your heart and calls you, he calls you to use those passions for his glory. So I just encourage you to think about like, what do you love? What are you naturally kind of drawn to do? Um, because that is a, a sure, like the first clue, you know, to what God has for you and what he's asking you to do. Absolutely. So there was this man, and I give this example in our training because I love it. He literally has a membership site on raising chickens. Yeah. And he has hundreds of people. Seriously. <laughs> hundreds of people in his membership site yes. raising chickens because that's his passion that's what he loves to do yes. and he found his niche and you know you talk about finding your niche and you found talk about finding your avatar well his is very 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 specific yes. you know and he's got hundreds of people and so whatever god gives you a passion for another guy had loves to um do guitar and so he has a membership yeah. site on how to learn how to play guitar and he's created this community of people that are just learning to play guitar and yeah. so i believe god can use any of it and then you take your passion you take your faith and you take the business uh, model and you put them all together and i i feel like it's a beautiful marriage because even billy graham and i say this often he said way back when the next great revival was going to be in the marketplace. And I Amen. believe we have such a great opportunity to really impact the world for Christ in the marketplace. So Amen. it's an exciting. Yes. Yes. Amen. I believe that too. So we always talk about authenticity, Beth, and you're a very authentic person. I love that about you. Let's talk a little bit about being authentic and vulnerable when you're leading an organization and you're the head person. Can you share a little bit about how that has played a role in your business and in your um, ministry? Yes, especially in, in the world today, right? So I have firm faith in Christ, you know, Jesus as my savior, and it's um, thank, thank him, thank God for the Bible and that rock that we can stand on to guide us in leadership and in life. Um, because in a world that will sort of, that tells you to stand for everything, to accept everything, right? It can be hard, uh, to be a leader and to address some of the big topics, you know, that are sort of, um, not ailing people, but that are heavy on people's hearts, you know, in today's society and in today's world. And so I think that's probably like one of the biggest challenges of, of leadership today is standing strong in faith and being confident, having that godly confidence to speak with love and to also stay true to the, the values that the, um, that the Bible lays out for us, right? And to not sort of shy away from that or to back down from it, um, I think of, I always think of Chick-fil-A and I think of the way that, you know, their owner and their founder really set values for the company and, and stands up for them and holds true to them. And I think on authenticity for me, first and foremost, means never shying away from my faith, 
right? Like always, always shining that love and light of Jesus um, and leading with love, trying to set, you know, do that in the same way that Jesus did. And for me, that's exactly what it means. Leading with love, hearing others, trying not to judge, but also again, just standing really firm on those biblical values and morals that are clearly laid out for us. It's a lot of conversations, right? Like it's a lot of one-on-one conversations. It's a lot of small group conversations um, and, and really just staying true to what I stand for because I stand for, for Christ, right? And what that means that the business stands for too. Amen, girlfriend. Oh my goodness. It's so, so valuable. And I believe that the more we do that, the more people are going to be drawn to Christ. And I, I do feel mm-hmm. like, I would love for you to share a little bit about, you're talking about authenticity and vulnerability and building business and building ministry. We have to stand for who we are, number one. We also, as leaders, have to be vulnerable and authentic and real with that. How do you combine? And well, and let's go back a little bit maybe not in this because we know how you do it because you're it's a christian ministry and business but how did you do it in the marketplace when you're a strong christian leader and you're dealing with a lot of people who are not christians how did you walk through and navigate through being that christian in the marketplace and shining the light without causing havoc at work so to speak you know we're we Share a little bit about how you navigate through that. Yeah, and I think that's a challenge always, right? Um, wherever you are, whether you're in the marketplace, whether you have your own business, or whether you're you're a mom in the world, you know, a stay-at-home mom. I think we can. We're all leaders in our own right. Absolutely. You know, we are all leading somewhere, and I think that's a challenge um, for anyone. We can always find ourselves in situations where we feel like, is it okay to talk about my faith? Can I bring this up? And, you know, for me, again, I I really learned, um, first of all, it's challenging. And that's one of the reasons that I really wanted to start my own company and have a place where people can be themselves and not feel like they have to hide their faith, um, but rather can grow in it. But for me, I always led with love. And and I, I would pray a lot. I would ask God to guide me. I would ask God to just shine his light through me and to speak through me, to give me the words to say. Um, and, you know, I would just pray about every situation. But at the end of the day, I think when you lead with love, when you lead with curiosity, when you come from a place of wanting to understand another person's point of view and kind of where they're at, it helps to lay the foundation to build a relationship that can open the door to have greater conversations about faith and about Jesus. And when you can do things like that, people start to wonder, like, how does she do it? You know, how, how is she so happy and calm? And, you know, how, and, and how can she be so secure? And just like, what's different about her? You know, it makes them curious and it opens the door to have those conversations that lead to conversations in faith and prayerfully eventually, you know, salvation for more people. I, I don't know it. if that answered your question. It does. It does. Because I, you know, um, I coach life for leadership and we talk about how do we take our faith into the marketplace and what does that look like? And yeah. some of the key topics we talk about are generosity and humility and compassion and, you know, really using the fruits of the spirit and using, you know, all that God's given us and love is such a huge one. 
you know, yeah. how do we love people unconditionally, but yet stay true to who we are and stay true to being great leaders, you know, even down to the, you know, nitty gritty of what happens when you have to terminate somebody? How does right. that work for you? It's not an easy situation, but doing it in a way that adds value to people. And that's really at the end of the day, as leaders, whether we're at home, whether we're in the workplace, the marketplace, church, ministry, the thing that I've seen that has been the biggest detriment to building teams and to having a great, you know, corporate um, morale and, you know, just having a team players as I've consulted and such, and I was sharing with someone yesterday about this is, is the lack of us really listening. So I love what you talked about mm -hmm. is really caring about the other people and what matters to them and knowing them, right? That's so, such a pivotal thing. Um, yeah. So let's talk about some practical things about being a mompreneur. How yeah. do you manage small children, having an online business and having a business from home and being active on social media like you are, because you're very active and doing all the things you do. How do you balance it all? What does your day look like? Yes. Well, first of all, I wake up and pray. <laughs> That's the start. Like, God, use me today. Multiply my time. I pray every day, God, please multiply my time that I might do great things for you, you know? Um, because it, it can be a lot, you know, and I think people will talk about time management and finding that perfect balance. And, you know, I don't know if there's a secret sauce. I think that you have to find what works for your family and everyone's family is a little bit different because kids' personalities are so different. But I have found a few tricks that really work for me that I'll share. Um, and the first one, so I have small kids and then with the world of COVID, like, yes, they're in school, but maybe they were in school, maybe they weren't, maybe school was closed, maybe they had to quarantine, right? So like there were all of these like up in the air. Um, so I got creative <laughs> and needed to always find time to still do my work too, right? So first of all, a schedule, a schedule both for me, like calendar, everything, but also for my kids. So if they ended up being home one day when I wasn't expecting it, um, or I was expecting it, I knew they were going to be home, I would create a schedule. And my son is very uh, like black and white thinker. So if he can check things off and he knows exactly what's coming, the day goes much, much smoother for our family. So I would make them a schedule and they would know exactly like, we're going to do our devotion time together. We're going to have a walk. We're going to play. And then mommy's going to work and you guys are going to work. And here's like what you're going to be working on. And then we'll have lunch together. And then, you know, so it was very laid out. I also created what I call the brother challenge. This could be a sibling challenge. It could be for, again, like moms at home with kids who are trying to balance both. So this is if you need 30 to 60 minutes to get some work done. This could be any kind of work. Maybe it's laundry or cleaning your house. Maybe you just need a second to breathe. Or maybe you really need to work on your online business, right? So it's a sibling challenge and it's something new every time, but I give prizes. My boys get really excited for it and I will lay out. Maybe it's a puzzle that they have to do together. They have to work together, communicate, solve their own problems. I have a timer that literally turns over one of those sand ones. I have a 60 minute one and a 30 minute one. 
So they know that they have to work on that challenge until the timer is done. They cannot ask for help or come and find me. Um, and they have to work together to figure it out. And the challenge is new every time. And if they do it successfully, they get a prize. And it has been a game changer. That's <laughs> awesome. What they a great it. idea. They get excited for it. It's something that they also look forward to, right? And then I can get my stuff done. Wow. I love that. That is so yeah. creative. I wish you were around. <laughs> my, my baby is going to college this year, so I won't have um, the mompreneur issues, but I know balancing business and being an entrepreneur and being a mom, and I was a single mom for over a yeah. decade, and it was a lot. And um, although they were in school, you know, when um, I was single, it was I remember how challenging it was just in the afternoons because I was dedicated. I wanted to pick up my kids in the afternoon. Yeah. I wanted to come home with them. And I would still have this laundry list of things to do from my yeah. business. And it was so difficult because I also wanted to spend time with them. So I love that creative idea. I think that's a great way, the challenges and the schedule. I think that is yeah. ideal because we do focus a lot on our schedules, but um, I don't know that I ever did my kids schedule and that would have been really helpful. <laughs> yes. And just helping them to learn time management. The other thing that I really do is I include them in the business. And this is great because it's it, for recess and results. It fits perfectly because they come to classes with me. They know that I'm teaching other moms how to do this too. They know the names of those moms, right? Like, because they become friends, like we're, we're in intertwined. Our lives are intertwined. Um, and so I tell them, like, this is our goal this month. We're working to help this many more moms, you know, have this kind of business opportunity. We're working to reach this many more kids so that we can tell them about Jesus and help them grow stronger in faith. And so they get excited. And then they know that when I'm working, it's important. And there's little things that they can do to help me with it, too. So they really feel like they're partners. It's a family business. And that makes a huge difference. Wow. And how valuable for them to learn to give yes. back and to be sharing Christ and to see the value in what you're doing because of the impact you're making for Christ. I mean, that's a beautiful tool for them yes. to take into the rest of their lives. Yes. And I want them to learn the power of entrepreneurship and specifically Christian entrepreneurship and how you can keep God first in everything you do at work and in life. And, and he will bless you as a result of that. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I love it. Wow. You're just so creative, Beth. I already knew that about you, but now all the master, now all the masterpiece women know that too. You are, you're amazing. Thank you. I remember the first time we actually met was at your event. You had yes. put on a, like a mompreneurs type event, right? Wasn't that what yes. it was called? God-sized dreams. Yes. Yep. And we were, yes, it was for exactly mompreneurs, women in business who were chasing God-sized dreams at any stage, whether it was an idea, like they were, they were just getting started or they wanted to grow. And yeah, amazing event that pulled a lot of great women together and a lot of miracles and like amazing things came as a result of that event. God is so good. He is so faithful. So, so faithful. So yeah. I love, it's amazing when you put a group of women together and you put God in the center of it, yeah. what can be accomplished. Uh, we saw that at our retreat this fall up at the Cove, the Masterpiece Women Retreat, 
it was so incredible because we started planning that retreat before COVID and then COVID hit and it looked totally different. We had thought we were going to have a couple hundred women and we, you know, and one thing came, led to another. We ended up having, you know, less than 30, just right around that size. Can I tell you from a fleshly perspective, having done a huge events, I was like, Lord, really? Like, yeah, how can this be possible? But it was so amazing, so much so that this year we're only allowing maximum of 40 women and it's in an intimate bed and breakfast setting where we can dive deep because we saw such a huge impact that the women had just similar to what you're describing, you know, those smaller groups, sometimes I don't think people see what an incredible value we actually get when we're in those smaller groups and we can get more intimate and raw and vulnerable and real and dive deeper. So it's exciting. I'm super excited about our retreat. We only have, I think we have 10 spots left for our retreat in October. That's amazing. And the relationships that are born and the friendships that just stay with you from those events. Yeah. I'm priceless. Yeah. They're amazing. So I encourage you ladies join us in October. You do not want to miss it. So Beth, tell me a little bit about So we talked about vulnerability and authenticity. The reality is all of us struggle in some area or another when we're building a business. And so I'd love for you to share what was the greatest mistake you made in business and how did you overcome it? Because I believe that women grow so much more from us sharing our failures so that they don't have to repeat them. (laughs) And I would love for you to share a little bit about, you know, what did that look like for you? Yes. And I think again, so trying to do it all on my own, right? Like trying to think that I had to do it all on my own, but specifically as a result of that, um, my marketing messaging. So I am, I'm, I've been in sales. I, I understand sales psychology. I have a passion for kids and, and fitness and family, but marketing and brand building was not necessarily my forte. I've learned a ton about it now working with other people who were great at it. But when I tried to do it by myself in the beginning, um, it led, I think, to confusing messaging, very unclear messaging. So working with someone who can really help you to just get all of that passion that's like, you know, bottled up inside of you into a very clear, concise, simple message um, will be game changer for your business. And I think that I waited probably a little too long to to seek that help and tried to, to just like roll through it on my own. Um, But finding that help, really simplifying the message and then having, you know, sort of clear lead magnets that help my perfect avatar um, find this solution to a problem that they're facing, right? Like they want to make extra money. They don't want to jeopardize time with their kids. They want to do something great for God. They want it all to come together. Um, Now they can easily find, you know, recess and results and the the paid to play mompreneur program as a solution to that. It was a little confusing when we got started. And so I think that was probably my biggest mistake. I would really encourage you to find, and it doesn't have to be super expensive. That's what things like Masterpiece Women, um, like groups like that are great for, because there's likely someone in that group that's really great at it that can help give you a little bit of tips along the way, you know? 
Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. God really has given us some incredible leaders. One of the women in our membership group was previously the vice president of all of Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines, and she did all their communications like that is her specialty. And so it's always awesome to, you know, and I personally have gone to her many times and she she's been one who's helped me get to that little mic to the avatar that we are really focused on we and we're very very clear on who our avatar is and we yes. know who is attracted to masterpiece women because we can see all of the analytics and we pay attention to those things because they are important and um we you know when we ask in prayer obviously asking the lord love who do you want us my vision originally was i wanted i want every woman to know they're a masterpiece and i do that's my yeah. heartbeat. And I feel like in our luncheons, it gives us the opportunity to invite all these women and we have great teachings, whether it's business, you know, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to be in business at our luncheons. It's for all women. All women are leaders. And we're very, very clear on that. We do not want any women to feel like they um, are not welcome or that, they're not going to gain great value from it coming right. to our events because they do, because it's all about um, leadership and we're all leaders. And, yeah. and same thing on our podcast, like all the women that are sharing on the podcast and on our blogs all add great value to the women, whether they're an entrepreneur or not an entrepreneur, there's something that we can all gain from it. Um, but one of the things that I find so valuable is the, the collaboration, just like you described, yeah. having those key people in our membership. You know, we have CEOs of banks. We have, um, you know, people that have been entrepreneurs for years from large businesses. We have them from small businesses. We have a multitude of different um, levels of people. And one of the things that God's blessed us with actually is even um, having a team of VAs that have said, look, we want to support Masterpiece Women. And so here in the very near future, we're going to be offering VA services, discounted rates. Um, they're incredible young ladies that um, are just passionate about you know, helping us with the mission of expanding the kingdom by helping women become the entrepreneurs that God's calling them to do or ministry leaders, either one, many, yeah. many, many ministries have membership sites and they also have um, platforms that um, they have all their content in the back end of it. So it doesn't have to be just a business. It could be a ministry that God's calling the women to do. We have the tools for them and we're going to be able to provide even website creation. And so we're working with some key players and myself, our website, we just had it rebranded. I have the same issue you had. And yeah. Jill Daughtery is amazing. She's one of our Masterpiece Women membership group. And she has an advertising and um, a um, she does all the advertising and branding for yeah. um, organizations and marketing. And she's amazing. And she's like, Tina, you got to have, you got to have your brand all the same and your message all the same. Yeah. So she's actually helping us as well. So I I'm with you, girl. We, that can be a huge detriment if you don't hone in initially. And that's, that's yeah. one of the things we talk about all the time is who is your avatar? You have to know who your avatar is and yeah. that will help you with your messaging. Exactly. And I think that's exactly where I got hung up, right? In the messaging, I would try to please everyone or appeal to everyone. And when you appeal to everyone, 
or when you market to everyone, you appeal to no one, right? Absolutely. So like you really need to know who is that specific person, who is your avatar and even go so far as to like, give them a name and a face and like everything that you write every time that you're talking, um, you know, speak specific to that person and yeah, game changer. Yeah, I agree. That's a great one. That's a great piece of advice. It's so, so valuable. So we're almost out of time. So tell me, Beth, what would be a piece of advice that you would give the ladies as we leave our podcast today? A piece of advice. So I would, I mean, first and foremost, to pray about everything, right? To pray about everything. I think that we learn that in life and um, in our personal life, but in business, sometimes we forget about it. And again, I would just remind you that surrender equals success. So pray about it and then leave space for God to answer and watch him show up. And that's one of the things I've learned in business too, is not to just pray about it, but to sit in silence and to wait for his answer to come and then to really follow that direction. Um, and it can be hard, especially in our fast paced world. And when we want to get like a really quick results and we're working on our own timeline. Um, and that doesn't mean don't act, right? Like pray and then act. But I would just, my biggest piece of advice would be to pray about everything and to really follow those promptings that God has placed on your heart. That surrender is what's going to equal success. Amen, girlfriend. Isn't it funny? We were talking yesterday about that. And how many emails, if we were to pray first, would we not even send? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you know, if you really pray about things first and before you act, there's a lot of things you just wouldn't do because yeah. the Holy Spirit will prompt you. No, that's probably not a great idea. So I love that. And that's a great piece of advice. And it is so powerful when we pray and when we seek the Lord first in everything that we do and in business, it's so key. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Beth, for being with us today. You're a wealth of knowledge and such a blessing. Your heart for God and your heart to help others is just so incredible. And we look forward to having you on April 21st. I so can't thank wait. You. Yes. Yay. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And ladies of Masterpiece Women, we look forward to seeing you at the retreats, at the luncheons, and online. If you haven't joined our membership, be sure you join our membership as we're starting our training actually this next week that is very specific to creating your own online business. And we have a free training on our website if you go to masterpiecewomen.org. You can actually fill it in and you can get a free um, video of the training we just did this last week on the seven steps to creating your online business. And we're going to break them down in our membership step by step by step by step. And until the end of this month, we have a 50% coupon called um, March 50. So you get 50% off till the end of March. And then at that point, it's um, still very, very inexpensive. So be sure you join us. Have a blessed day, ladies. And I thank you for being with us. 